name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm going to say something, and I say it in love, so prepare yourself. I say it to myself as well. You are nothing but what God has made you. You are nothing but what God has made you. And what God has made you is immeasurably valuable. It's important for us to understand both sides of that. Sometimes in our delusion, in our pride, we forget that we are nothing. Absolutely nothing. Dust of dust. Made from earth. And sometimes we lose hope we despair, and we forget the other side, which is that we are immeasurably valuable, not because we have made ourselves valuable, not because we can make ourselves valuable, but because God has made us valuable. Both sides are necessary for us to have a right understanding of our spiritual life. You are nothing but what God has made you. And there's also a corollary to that, which is that your value cannot be changed. This is good news. Because we sometimes think of it in terms of I am worthless or I don't, I'm not good at this or that or whatever it may be. But our value has already been established by God. It's been established by God in our creation. It's completely inalienable. You are nothing but what God has made you. And the point of all this is that the focus should be upon God. Because if I am truly nothing, and yet I am also immeasurably valuable because of what God has made me, all of the focus is upon God. And isn't that the fundamental problem in our lives? Is that our focus is not on God. And sometimes our focus can be on God-like things, like being virtuous or moral, doing this and that. But if the focus is not on God himself when doing those things, then we go off course. Because it becomes an effort of my own doing. My own recreating of myself, my own self-betterment, self-help, whatever you want to describe it as. I am the one that is recreating myself into the newer, better, greater me. So we must remember this truth. I'm saying all of this as a preamble because there's something that I wanted to share with you, which is a quote that many of you already know very well. St. Seraphim of Serov is the saint that we commemorate today. And there's a quote that we know so well. Unfortunately, it's misquoted on the front page of the bulletin. So don't mind that. <laughs> Listen to me instead. <laughs> Acquire the spirit of peace, and thousands around you will find salvation. There are variations in the translation of this. Acquire a spirit of peace, and thousands around you will find salvation. This quote is so very well known, so because it's so memorable. Who doesn't want peace? Who doesn't want to inaugurate the salvation of thousands of people? 
So this quote is put on cups and mugs everywhere in the Orthodox world. People put it as their favorite quote on whatever social media they have. So we all learn and know this quote. But it needs to be understood in the right way. And this is why I began talking about that. But first, let's talk about St. Seraphim a little bit before we get into this quote from him. St. Seraphim, for those of you who don't know, he, was, he lived in the late 18th century, early 19th century, corresponding to the birth of our own nation here. He was, in, uh, in, he grew, he was born in Kursk, and then he lived where he became so well-known, was in Sarov. He was a monastic. He was always focused upon God, always praying to God and to the saints and to his mother, and had many visions. Again, these are things that you can read about visions in which the mother of God, he had dropsy and the mother of God healed him. And other visions of Christ and of the saints, of St. John the Baptist. He lived a very ascetical life. He was uh, given the blessing to go live as a hermit in the forest. And he had another well-known fact of his is his thousand days of prayer in which he was on a rock in the forest or on a smaller rock near his cell praying, God be merciful to me a sinner. God be merciful to me a sinner. Like the publican praying. And he did this for days and nights, for a thousand days. But it wasn't so that he could have this accomplishment of his. It was because he recognized, I am nothing but what God has made me. And so as a result of his unwavering pursuit of God, who is the one who gave him these great gifts, the gifts from his birth and all the way forward, he was someone that people were attracted to, drawn to him. And so he became a spiritual father to so many people who would come and seek counsel from him. And there are writings that you can read about the acquiring of the Holy Spirit that are written by some of his, one of his spiritual children. And St. Seraphim of Seraphim, he reposed in the middle of the 19th century. He said, acquire the spirit of peace and thousands around you will find salvation. The thousands around you will be saved. It's a very approachable quote. We might say, well, I just need to acquire a spirit of peace and then think about what will happen from that. But really a spirit of peace is the grace of God. It's really about acquiring the Holy Spirit, not this thing called peace, but rather God himself, God's divine energies as we know. His divine energies, his grace, so that we can then become a vessel of the Holy Spirit. But grace is a gift. So we can't acquire it. Right? We can't go out and get a gift. The gift is something that is given. We can't work for it or earn it. So then how do we acquire it? It's already been given. It's already been given. God has put his image in each and every human being. And then furthermore, what did we hear in the gospel today? He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. You have been baptized with the Holy Spirit. You've received the seal of the gift of the Holy Spirit in Holy Chrismation. All of those gifts, profound gifts to the measure of St. Seraphim of Serov, are within you. They're already there. 
It's more about uncovering them rather than it is about trying to go out and get them because the gift has been given. And yet we're all not like seraphim at all, are we? So there's a, there's a step, there's a measure that needs to occur between now and that. Think of the parable of the talents. He gave the talent as a free gift to them, and a talent is a huge amount of money. Don't think talent like playing the piano. Think of it like money, an endowment. He has endowed you with this immeasurable gift. What you realize, received in your baptism and in your chrismation, you can't even fathom. I cannot fathom what we have received in each and every baptism. And this is why the devil is afraid at every single baptism. Because he is pushed back, he is repelled, and these great gifts are given. But we remember, you are nothing but was what God has made you. You've been endowed as we celebrate the Feast of Theophany, and this is why we have the Gospel reading today, because the Feast of Theophany will be on this Thursday. We'll celebrate that great day, the commemoration of Christ's baptism, and by extension, we can all commemorate our own baptisms, remember our own baptisms. So we've been given this great treasury, as the prayer to the Holy Spirit says, treasury of good things, Guess what? That means you. You're a treasury of good things because you have the treasury of good things within you. So how do we unlock this treasury, this cornucopia of gifts, of spiritual gifts? How do we access it? How do we access a spirit of peace? It's an uncovering. And by uncovering, what does that mean? There's something that is covering it. There is something that is you might say blocking it, hampering the work of that great grace that you have been given. And that is all the layers of our own sin. This is what our spiritual life is centered upon, is slowly uncovering all the layers on top of the grace of God so that that grace of God can become active in our lives so that it is not we who have a spirit of peace, but God in us who has given us a spirit of peace. God dwelling in us because we have removed these layers upon layers of sin. So this is the right way to understand our spiritual lives, that we are truly nothing but what God has given us. And so our journey forward is the uncovering of what God has already given us. I'll offer you three areas to focus on, if you will. These are from St. Seraphim. If you need a little bit of a, a pointer about how do I look for sin in myself? Well, don't be harsh or angry. There's one. I think that applies to each and every one of us. Saint Seraphim says, you cannot be too gentle, too kind. Shun even to appear harsh in your treatment of each other. Joy, radiant joy, streams from the face of him who gives and kindles joy in the heart of him who receives. So don't be harsh, don't be angry, don't use a harsh word against someone, but use a kind word. Another is, don't hold on to wrongs. Don't let the wrongs that you have experienced or felt in your life become the thing that you carry around with you till your dying day, like a ball and chain. 
that person did that to me and this person did this to me. And that bitterness just keeps dwelling up and building up inside of us. The antidote to that, forgiveness. So don't hold on to wrongs. Forgive, forgive, and forgive again. And the last one is don't judge. Don't condemn. St. Seraphim says, keep silent, refrain from judgment. This will raise you above the deadly arrows of slander, insults, and outrage, and will shield your glowing hearts against all evil. All condemnation is from the devil. Never condemn each other. Instead of condemning others, strive to reach inner peace. And I'll offer as a final quote from a contemporary of his, St. Tikhon of Zadonsk, who lived, they, they shared about 30 years of their earthly life. St. Tikhon says, It is a fearful thing to hate whom God has loved, to look upon another, his weaknesses, his sins, his faults, his defects, is to look upon one who is suffering. He is suffering from negative passions, from the same sinful human corruption which you yourself suffer. This is very important. Do not look upon him with judgmental eyes of comparison, noting the sins you assume you'd never commit. Rather see him as a fellow sufferer, a fellow human being who is in need of the very healing of which you are in need. Help him, love him, pray for him, do to him as you would have him do to you. Three simple things in acquiring that spirit of peace, in unearthing the gifts of God's grace, which are don't be angry, don't be harsh, don't hold on to wrongs, and don't judge. And through these, we will have a path towards acquiring that spirit of peace. Because again, the spirit of peace is something that you already have within you. You just don't have access to it because of all the layers of sin that are on top of that. So may God grant us the bravery, truly the bravery, to see our own sins, to recognize that we are nothing, and yet by God's grace, we are immeasurably valuable. Amen. Let us all.